the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is primary day in the state of Ohio, but that is not the primary story that people are talking about in the state of Ohio or nationally. Good morning, everyone. I am Bruce Hooley. This is the Bruce Hooley Show on both 98.9 The Answer in Columbus and 94.5 The Answer in Dayton. I want to say hello to my new listeners in the Dayton and Western Ohio area. I am a native of Western Ohio of Logan County, so I'm very excited to be on in the Gem City, as well as Green, Allglaze, Mercer, Miami, Allglaze, and many other counties. So thank you very much. Our numbers are 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can send me an email, bruce at salemmedia.com, bruce at salemmedia.com. I buried the lead. That is a egregious violation by a journalist. At 1133 today, we will have the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, joining us to talk about primary day in the state of Ohio and the consequential nature of his three Supreme Court appointments, which loom large today as reports leaked last night from the Supreme Court. Yes, there's a sentence no one has uttered before in the history of America, a leak of an opinion from the Supreme Court. It is an egregious violation of decorum, of the rule of law. I think it is certainly done purposefully, intentionally, to undermine the checks and balances in our government. And it is something that was done, I think, with all kinds of hoped-for Democratic agenda items up ahead. Think about it. If Roe versus Wade is overturned and the opinion that leaked last night have uh, Justices Alito, Thomas, and then the three Trump appointees, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Coney Barrett, on the side of overturning Roe versus Wade. If that happens, the Democrats will have new voice for their desire to pack the court. They will also have additional pressure to exert on West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin to agree that the filibuster should be ended. Because even if the Democrats can pressure Joe Manchin to vote for the Women's Health Protection Act, which he voted against in February, and the Women's Health Protection Act would put into law the right to access and perform an abortion. Manchin voted against it. The vote was 46 to 48. If Manchin joins the affirmative side of that, it becomes 47-47, and Kamala Harris breaks the tie. But it's still not filibuster-proof. Ah, need 60 votes. Hmm. This would be 
the Democrats' holy grail of here's why we have to get rid of the filibuster. So I see and understand the nefarious nature of what the leaker did here. Uh, I would hope that we are going to have a criminal investigation of this leak, and I would take nothing off the table. When you think about the havoc this is going to wreak in our country, there are going to be people who die because of protests that result from the histrionic reaction on the left about the possibility of their holy sacrament killing babies in the womb being denied them. People are going to die. Violence is going to be done. Property damage is going to take place, all because of this leak. We are going to have national unrest. It completely changes the complexion of the midterm elections. And so when I say I don't take anything off the table here, I don't even take a charge of treason off the table for whoever leaked this opinion. Obstruction of justice, sure. Theft of government documents, sure. But if you can make it strong enough, the consequences for this violation of the sacrosanct secrecy of the Supreme Court, rulings for nearly 250 years have been secretive until release, until this, the highest of democratic ideals, to kill a baby in the womb. Think about it. When Roe was codified into the uh, propriety of women's health care, put under that umbrella in 1973, Were we able then to operate on fetuses in the womb and do delicate surgery and save their lives? No, we were not. Did we have 3D ultrasounds, detailed sonograms? Were we able to keep prematurely born infants alive in incubators and NICUs like we can now? No. We now know that babies are viable prior to... 24 weeks, which the Supreme Court expanded the standard of abortion from the 15 weeks of Roe to 24 weeks in 1992. Millions, millions of children have been exterminated by people who do not want to have consequences for their willful actions. And thankfully, we now have a Supreme Court, thanks largely to Donald Trump's presidency, that is willing to stand on the law and say, no, Roe was wrong. It was wrong. There is nothing in the Constitution that codifies the right of abortion. Nothing. And so, unless the left gets its way, and one of the justices who voted to overturn Roe in this case, uh, changes their mind because, well, I don't want my family under threat. I don't want to be under threat. I don't want to see riots across the country. Unless the left gets its way, Roe will go away. Now, what does that mean for abortion in our country? It means that instantly 22 states already have laws on the books to eliminate abortion in their states. 22. It would not eliminate the right of a woman to get an abortion. You will hear that time after time after time repeatedly today because what do Democrats do better than anyone else? They lie 
And when people lie to you, there's a reason why they lie to you, and it's a very simple reason, because the truth is irrefutable, and they don't want you to know the truth, that the overturn of Roe versus Wade would not deny women the right to get an abortion. You would just have to go to a state where abortion is allowed. And right now, right now, if states get to decide that issue, which is the essence of our federalist system, that the states should have authority over these kinds of decisions, the voters in the states, you who put people in our state, the Buckeye state, in the Ohio General Assembly, overwhelmingly Republican, because that is the will of the people of the state of Ohio, the people of the state of Ohio or whatever state we're in in the union would get to decide whether we are an abortion state or whether we are a state that follows the science and understands that that is life from the moment of conception. And there are right now only about eight states where they have such a bulletproof majority in their state house that abortion would be held up. Now, what are the polls, Joe, about abortion and how our country feels about abortion? We will get into that. We will set the stage for our interview with President Donald Trump at 1133. We'll talk about the dynamic at work in the Ohio primary for the GOP Senate race. What will the rain do to today's turnout? It could be consequential. That's all next here on The Bruce Hooley Show. Ah, first day of a new show, and you make the mistake of breaking on the quarter hour when it's supposed to be two minutes past the quarter hour. Very good. That's my mistake. Love to start with a mistake. It won't be the last one I make. Hopefully it will be one of the biggest ones I make, but I doubt it. So what about the primary in the state of Ohio today? We have two people seeking the Democratic nomination for governor to our friends in the Dayton area. You're watching this very closely because of Nan Whaley, your mayor. She's running against John Cranley from Cincinnati. Two big city Ohio mayors. Two mayors who have hmm, some interesting ideas, shall we say. Nan Whaley would like to expand a program she has in Dayton for uh, child care. As young as we can get our hands on those kids, we want it. Yes. And John Cranley, well, he would like to legalize marijuana. Uh, That'll be interesting to see which one of their campaign platforms resonates with voters throughout the state of Ohio. Of course, for the Republican voters in the state of Ohio, and I know many of you up there around mm, Mercer County, all you Coldwater, St. Henry, Maria Stein, Marion Local, Minster. I don't see many Mike DeWine signs up there. Don't see many in my hometown, West Liberty, Ohio. Don't see many there. So will... Mike DeWine emerged victorious in his attempt to be elected for the second time as governor in the state of Ohio in the fall. Got to win the primary first. Jim Renacci, Joe Blystone have both staged spirited campaigns to take the governor down. But will that make any difference at all? Mm, We shall see. The rain, again, could have an impact on turnout. Primaries are all about turnout. And then, of course, we have the Senate primary with many candidates. And we'll talk about that next on The Bruce Hooley Show. You're listening to the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to be on our friends at 94.5 The Answer in Dayton, as well as our home broadcast, 98.9 The Answer in Columbus. You can email me, Bruce at SalemMedia.com, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. And what is going on in my hometown, my home county? I see headlines here from WHIO. An inmate from the Logan County Jail 
is back in custody after he escaped and stole a semi-trailer, leading deputies on a high-speed chase into Champaign County yesterday morning. This sounds like uh, this is like sounds like the beginning of Beverly Hills Cop when Eddie Murphy's in the back of the semi and the guy's stealing the cigarettes. That was a tremendous car chase, one of the great movie car chases of all time. But they have this uh, gentleman, I use the term loosely, 35-year-old Andrew Claybaugh back in custody. So I'm glad we're not mixing that with the rain today all throughout the state of Ohio and with the what I assume will be uh, increased traffic on the roads as we are in the day that will decide who runs for Senate on the Republican side of the ticket in the fall and who will run for governor on the Republican and Democratic side. There's a Democratic primary in the Senate, too, but there's really not much of a race. Tim Ryan, who, uh, well, he was very comfortable in the U.S. Congress, but he can't run anymore because he's term limited. So um, now Ryan has been forced out of his uh, hiding place. And he has to run for Senate. And, of course, he doesn't have any viable competition, only just a couple of wokesters led by Morgan Harper. But on the Republican side, wow, it is a spirited battle and an expensive battle. Estimates are that the Republican Senate candidates have spent upwards of $66 million to seek the spot currently held by Rob Portman, who is retiring. Rob Portman is retiring literally, and he is retiring figuratively. Because Rob Portman is just one of those nice guys in the Senate that... I don't think he really has the stomach for a fight. I think he sees on the horizon, it's going to get nasty. Our politics is getting nastier and nastier. He's a policy wonk, so he doesn't really want to fight like you need to fight. And so if the option is you don't like confrontation, you don't like fighting, you like standing at the White House and endorsing the infrastructure bill and getting kudos from Joe Biden, the president, you can stay and engage in the Senate battles that are not exactly your favorite activity, or you can hang out at the family restaurant at the Golden Lamb and eat well and kick back every day. Well, I don't think that anybody's surprised that Rob Portman chose the latter. So who's going to win and succeed him? Well, the polls say that it's a battle between J.D. Vance, Middletown, Ohio native, author of Hillbilly Elegy, uh, exquisitely written book talking about the difficulty of growing up poor, raised by his grandparents, issues with his mom, triumphed over that, used the GI Bill, went to the Marines, then used the GI Bill to go to Ohio State, then buckled down, realized, mm, I got to get good grades here. Didn't get them in high school, got to get them now, did, got admitted to Yale, became a lawyer, a venture capitalist, hooked up with some guys who said, hey, you're a sharp guy, why don't you run for the U.S. Senate, he did. He got Donald Trump's endorsement. We're going to talk about Donald Trump's endorsement with the former president at 1133 today. Then you have Mike Gibbons, an investment banker from Cleveland. Mike is a guy who has put a ton of his own money into the race. Some people say it's 11. Some people say it's 14 million. It's a lot. Jane Timken, former Ohio Republican Party chair, she gets a lot of the credit for the fact that Ohio used to be a toss-up state. Now it's not a toss-up state anymore. It's gone twice for Trump by eight points. In 2020. And then you have Josh Mandel. Josh Mandel is a pit bull. Josh Mandel is the kind of guy who, if he's walking down the street and a dog barks at him, Josh will go two more blocks and say, I'm not going to let that dog get away with that. I'm going to go back and bark at that dog. And he will. And we'll have Josh on the show just after noon today because he wanted to get the last word in on the Senate campaign. So we'll talk to Josh and he will assure you that he is a fighter and he will assure you that 
the election was stolen and he really wants to get your vote, and that's fine. We'll give him a chance to talk to you one last time. We had Mike Gibbons on yesterday. We had Josh Hawley on yesterday, the senator from Missouri, who was in, well, he was all throughout the state, northeast Ohio, central Ohio, and southern Ohio, stumping for J.D. Vance. And we had Jane Timken on the show yesterday. So lest you think I'm advantaging Josh Mandel, he was the only one we didn't hear from yesterday. So I want to give Josh a chance to come on today. But we will let President Trump have the last word at 1233 because I'm just thinking, once we get the former president, like, there might be people who couldn't hear it at 11.33, and we're certainly going to give them a chance to hear it a second time at 12.33. And then there is the Rob Portman-like candidate, Matt Dolan. Matt Dolan is part of the Dolan family that owns the Cleveland, I have to choke it out, Guardians. And Matt Dolan didn't seek, and I don't think really wanted, President Trump's endorsement. And Dolan had been hovering around, 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 eh, 5 10%. And so all the other candidates left him alone in the primary. Oh, they had something they could use against him big time. They did not. He sponsors the Equality Act in the Ohio legislature. Co-sponsor of the Equality Act, which would give protected class to LGBTQ plus individuals. Now, I do not sanction persecution of anyone. Anyone. But... Saying that LGBTQ plus individuals have astronomically high suicide rates because of the persecution they endure as LGBTQ plus is saying that a very high percentage of people who undergo chemotherapy treatment die. Well, yeah, but they die because they have cancer. Not because they're undergoing chemotherapy, okay? So with the LGBTQ+, the suicide rate is high, not because of the persecution, but because they do not have the inner peace that those of us have who are living in accord with the inner word of God planted in our hearts. Now, again, don't use it against them. I view people trapped in these kinds of ideologies and transgenderism as if they are victims of Well, for lack of a better term, human trafficking. They're trafficked into bad ideas by those who would like to groom them and ingrain approval for lifestyles they themselves are adherent to. I mean, if you can't get the rest of us to go along with it, then let's get the kids to go along with it, and then they'll grow up and we'll have total, complete acceptance of what we're doing. This is why it's important for you to join the movement against companies that lobby for these kinds of things. How do you do that? You stop giving them your money when you're buying things for your house that you can buy from a good pro-America company. A pro-America company called Patriot Switch. That's right. Go to PatriotSwitch.com. Click my name, Bruce Hooley, in the down menu. I will reach out to you. Yes, me. Really? It's really me on the phone or on email. And I will tell you about a company that's pro-America, pro-conservative, Pro-life, from which you can buy all the things you're buying for your house now, toothpaste, mouthwash, makeup, vitamins, etc., etc., from a company that donates to conservatives' causes. PatriotSwitch.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.